Hey guys, welcome to Take the Stage, the opera podcast. So our latest episode was with financial coach Brian Witkowski. Uh, That was episode number 27, and it was amazing. It truly changed some of my mindset on how I'm going to handle my finances. So we're sort of planning to combine our interview with Brian with some more financial topics, but he said so many great things that we realized that we just needed to like completely make this a separate episode. So here is a bonus finances episode that is a follow-up to our discussion about credit card miles and also our business coaching episode. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. This is Mariah Wilcox, and of course, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Evan. How's it going? Great. (laughs) So the other day, I saw someone walking down the street, and he had a shirt that said, y'all need Jesus. You know what? We all do. And I was like, that's such a funny shirt to me. (laughs) It was so awesome. And I just like, well, we're not in the South. I feel like in the South, that's like what 50% of people would, I don't know. I just maybe made that up. No, you are correct. Really? Yes. I, every single teacher I can think of who I had a good relationship with in high school would, would come in and be like, we need to have a come to Jesus meeting. (laughs) And I was always like, we're in school. I don't know that we're supposed to be talking Can about Jesus. Can we come Jesus. to Jesus in school? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the South is just the Bible Belt. Yeah. So every, everyone's a Christian. Yeah. I, it was just so fun to see it. It just really made Y'all me laugh. Need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Just because we're true. not in the South, I don't know why. Do you know what that means, though? No. It means that you're being a freaking idiot. It's like not right. like a you need like let's find oh. you Jesus. It's a you y'all need Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's like it. a bless her heart type of thing. Oh, that's awesome. So, when we a few months ago started this podcast, we kind of envisioned that finances might be a topic that singers would benefit from. And we've said it a million times that not taking control of our finances is probably the biggest reason that singers have to leave this field. And so it's been really exciting. We've discovered some artists like our guest Brian from the last episode and then also Steven Surf from episode 13, the not-so-starving mm-hmm. artist. And they've kind of um, validated those yes. thoughts that we had about singers needing financial talks and enlightened us to other topics and things so i mean everyone is just born in very different circumstances you and i you and i are very privileged in what we were born with even though we are not you know rolling in the dough our parents are not rolling in the dough but we're certainly not you know well, yeah, and there. I mean, even if maybe next to some of my neighbors, I might think, oh, I was poor growing up. Right. But like around the world yes. or historically speaking, the amount yes. of knowledge and privilege that I have is just. 
Yeah, I used to have friends all the time in college ask me if my parents were super rich because of the town that I'm from. And I was always just like, you know, compared to my friends, absolutely not. But actually, yeah, like they're doing pretty well. We just had 20 million children. Not we, they. I will never. And, you know, and I... We didn't live in a mansion on the lake, you know, like my best friends did. <laughs> right, right. And so some people, you know, might be born with tons, some people with not so much, and that's totally fine. And if you're listening today, you probably have a certain amount of privilege, you know, because you have the resources to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. You have um, e- maybe even the time to listen to a podcast. That could be a resource that some people who are really struggling don't yeah. have as much um, time to be able to do that. But um, but we hope that this content can help to give you continued resources um, so that if you're feeling stuck in your career, that this can maybe give you a leg up and help you regardless because you are powerful and creative and you can figure out ways to get paid for your work. We're going to have to leave that long, awkward pause that you just gave in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. This is what you need to do. This is why you're on thin ice. Every time Maria says anything even remotely stupid, I threaten to leave it in. And like 70% of the time I do leave Okay, so one of our recent episodes, 25, um, we discussed hacking the travel game by responsibly using credit cards and getting free travel. If you haven't listened, check that one out first because free travel is something that can really help you get ahead as a singer. And it's just something we're going to expound on today. Um, But traveling for free is especially important to help a singer in their career because you travel everywhere for auditions and it's all out of your own pocket. Once you start getting gigs, some of them will be paid for, but the first leg is a lot of upfront costs. Um, Just an update, we talked about the Chase Sapphire Preferred card and we wanted to let you know that right now they are offering an 80,000 bonus point sign up and $50 of return on purchases. So, and for those of you who don't know, 80,000 bonus points is roughly around like $800? Of money, money, it's $800, but of travel... It's $1,000. Yeah. So there's your ticket to Germany. Um, So it's their best deal that we have ever seen, and we thought that you would like to know. But remember, use your credit cards responsibly and also put me and Evan on your (laughs) referral list so that we get points too. We need to talk to Chase Sapphire Preferred and tell them that we're... That we're telling everyone about their credit card. Well, they should be paying us for this. Absolutely. We need to work on our business smarts, but it's it's a work in progress. We're going to get there. But yes, remember, use them responsibly, pay them off each month in full, and you know just be smart about it, especially if you're not historically so good with money. Build up some skills or first. Or if it, this is like your first credit card and you don't know how you are historically, just build your credit. Start with something small. Just put gas on it. Just put groceries on it. That's it. Don't be like me when I had my first credit card. 
<laughs> we should call this podcast Don't Be Like Us and Make All the Screw-Up Mistakes yeah, That We Did. Absolutely. So as a follow-up to this discussion about credit cards, we have a voicemail that was sent to us from my good friend, Benjamin Kosky. He's a singer who has been taking advantage of credit card travel hacking for several years. In fact, he's the first person who told me about tra- um, travel points, and I thought, how come no one has ever told me this before? But I was like, maybe we should have classes in college where people teach us about finances why in fact you and i are thinking about creating a course on finances for our students and for people in general exactly it's in the works so keep an eye out (laughs) yes anyway so i had sung with benjamin um we'd done a few different shows together and um and talked about lots of different things. But after I had traveled back home, I started thinking, okay, I need to learn more about this. So I called him and um, and was like, so you mentioned free travel. Can we talk more about this? And he spoke to me. He taught me what he does. And Whoa. I was so grateful. That's amazing. You know, isn't it funny how sometimes it's not socially acceptable to talk about money? I mean... I do understand why, but if we never talk about it, then we can never learn about it. I know. And most people struggle with money. Yes. Like in one way or another, it doesn't matter how rich you were born. Like you probably have some struggle with money. And there are are things that all of us can do to make our situations better. But if no one ever tells you what, you know, they do to be successful, then you might never learn. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to listen to Ben's voicemail telling his story. Hi, Evan. Hi, Mariah. This is Benjamin Kosky. I'm a singer and uh, founder of Boss Studio, which is a team of teachers that help um, artists. We teach voice, piano, guitar, acting, songwriting, production, and we try to uh, be the team that will help support uh, an artist get to the level they want to be at. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my credit card experience. I remember when I was in um, Cedar Rapids as a young artist with Evan, we talked a lot about credit cards and how to like hack traveling. And my mom has always used the Southwest credit card. And so she taught me about getting the Southwest card. And if you get both cards, there's the, I think it's Southwest Premier and Southwest Plus, then you get 50,000 bonus points each, which gets you to 100,000 bonus points, which once you get to 100,000 bonus points, they give you a companion pass, which allows you to bring anyone you want with you when you fly for free. So that was my first like credit card hack experience. Um, and maybe the best reason that you would want to get a Southwest card is because with Southwest points, you can cancel your flight uh, 10 minutes before the plane leaves. So for auditions and things, whenever I, like, even if you don't know if you're going to get the audition or whatever, I'll still book the flight. And then if I need to cancel it, I can cancel it and get all my points back. So, uh, Southwest is the best when it comes to scheduling and changing flights. There was a couple of times where I forgot to cancel one and I would just call them and they gave me the points back anyway. So the Southwest, uh, Points is definitely the way they go domestically because they only fly within the United States. But um, definitely check out those cards. Then my next big uh, card was 
the chase cards, the chase sapphire preferred, and then the sapphire reserve card. I um, love the sapphire reserve card if you can get it. It's kind of expensive. It's like $450 a year. Um, but what I love about that card is one, you get $300 in travel credit. So you can take $300 worth of Ubers or plane tickets or whatever you want to spend and they give you that money back. So that kind of really makes the card only 150 bucks. And then you get a, um, a lounge pass. So whenever you're at the airport, if there's a lounge, you get into that for free. And when I was traveling Europe, that was so amazing because like you could go to the airport and eat dinner for free. Um, most of the airports in Europe have multiple lounges and you can go to all of them and you would be able to get um, like takeaway food from some of them. Um, one of them had like a free spa that you could go to and one had a free like um, sleep room where you could sleep, it had a shower, it had um, like all you can eat food and drink and it's, yeah, the, the priority pass with the Chase Sapphire Reserve card is definitely worth the $150 fee. Um, the other reasons I love it is it gives you free car insurance whenever you rent a car and uh, you get like 80 to 100,000 bonus points with that when you sign up. So I've basically been flying for like, I don't know, the last eight years and haven't had to pay for a plane ticket yet. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Ben, for visiting with us, sharing that with us, and also explaining it to me those several years ago. That bit of knowledge has saved me thousands of dollars mm -hmm. already, and in the future, literally could save me tens of thousands of dollars. That is actually amazing when you think about it. Like You have a simple conversation, and it starts you just on this amazing journey of saving tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. And um, that's why, you know, just a little conversation or listening to one episode of a podcast, if you get a new idea, it can, you know, change things for you. So I always felt a little guilty, I guess, for wanting to share information about money in our podcast, because I know that it can be a trippy, uh, a trippy tachic. <laughs> it can be a little bit of a tricky topic. <laughs> <laughs> but in episode three about finances, we talked about the frugal woods. They taught me that most people um, are told that they should save 10 to 15 percent of their income, which is really a great goal mm -hmm. to get started. But the frugal woods themselves strive to save 70 to, eight, 70 to 80 percent of their income. You know, and I actually thought it was really interesting what Brian said on our last episode about how sometimes saving all of that money is not good for the economy. What is your opinion on that? Well, I wouldn't say like save 70 to 80% as cash under your yeah. pillow. And you should have an emergency fund. But, yes. But you know, when I talk about my savings, I'm really talking about investing. Right, what you put into investments. and Which is yeah. going in to help the economy as well as growing for you. So. Yeah, or putting, you know, you do have a savings account for moving to Germany, right? Yeah. But you're eventually going to use, use all it. of that money yeah. and pretty soon. Yes. You know, within the next couple of years. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yes, that is definitely a good point. Um, but 
I know that not everyone is capable of saving 70 to 80% of their income, and that's not really important. because I'm that... not capable of it because I stay up till 3 in the morning on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, if you make $30,000 a year versus someone who makes $150,000 right. a year, it's you know, it's going to be much different. And that's okay. We're not here to say that anyone needs to save 70% of their income or that they should be able to. That's not really the point. And can we also point out that at this point in our lives, we're late 20s-ish, early 30s. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know many of my artist, performing artist friends who are making even 30K yet a year. Yeah. I don't. It is a it's long hard. process. It's a long road. And so if you can save and start investing mm-hmm. 10% and that's a doable goal for you, then do it. And if you need to start budgeting so that you actually know how much you spend, like maybe you can save a little more than you think. You know, try to push yourself yep. a little bit and see. But no matter what your savings investment rate is, over your lifetime, if you start now and you grow and you get better at it and you just keep learning, that will be a huge advantage to you in your future. Yeah. So Hannah and I actually did calculate our yearly savings rate from last year for the first time. I mean, we've been really working on our finances for several years and we did not obviously get even (laughs) close to 80%, which is fine. Um, But we... We're really excited to find out that we were able to save slash invest 51% of our gross income. And I know that Mariah has been working hard to save um, for her future as well and um, and taking care of that. A little too hard. I'm taking on one too many students, I think. I know, yeah. Well, (laughs) But that is so cool about your 51%. And... Of course, we want our listeners to know that this is not a race or a competition. Everyone's situations are very different, and not everyone can save 50% of their income. Right. And when the day comes and I move to Europe, I don't really anticipate being able to save almost any money for, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. But for a while. A year or two years, whatever. And and that's one of the reasons you we've tried to now. be really aggressive now. Exactly. And just, you know, remember, no, there's not one size fits all approach. And this is really a choose-your-own-adventure. So take what helps you now and leave what doesn't. You say that that phrase a lot, choose-your-own-adventure. Is it your fave? <laughs> it's my catchphrase. It's going to be like... Evan Dunn, choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> engraved in on That my... sounds dirty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I was just about to say that it's going to be on my grave site, but if it sounds dirty, it should not be on my grave stone. No. Okay, here's a here's a finance topic. Okay. When I die, no casket. Absolutely. No flowers. Toss me in the ocean. No. What is? I just barely said the word. A gravestone. You don't want a like a headstone. You know, I maybe want a little one. A little. He's putting his fingers up. The size of like a Snickers bar. <laughs> That's going to get lost in the sauce. Well, <laughs> so funerals cost so much money. We'll just get you a big rock and we'll like drill Chisel. a plaque into it. Yeah. I want to be a tree personally. Yeah. Like. We'll put a plaque on the tree. You know, and I, 
it's even expensive to get cremated. It I is think. expensive, yeah. But we're talking like tens of thousands of dollars yeah. that people spend on simple funeral expenses. Yes. I'm like, mm-mm, I do not need that. No. Guys, spend your $20,000 that you were going to spend on me and take the family on a cruise. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Do What? No. Yes. Let's not do this. No, I agree. I want, I personally want to be cremated. My parents have very different opinions on that, but hopefully they will not be alive when I die. (laughs) (laughs) And I will make sure that my friends know, because I will not have any posterity, (laughs) that I want to be cremated and dumped into the Pacific. I want to be a tree. That's nice, giving back to the world. I want to be dumped in the ocean because I'm a mermaid. Yeah, dumping in the ocean is cool, too. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, so there's our <laughs> our extra financial. Not that any of us are planning to die anytime soon. So, friends in the audience, choose to take a small step today. You are powerful and creative. You probably aren't rich, and that is fine. And But find ways to improve your finances and save a little extra, invest a little, start a budget, all that. Exactly. The world needs your voice. And if you can spend a little energy on your finances, you will gain energy and time and abundance in the future to use your voice without fear of running out of money. So with that, stop waiting in the wings. Get out there and take the stage. Invocalupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 